Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Speaking of running out of gas, can you imagine like loading up your car and filling it with the wrong gasoline? Does it make a difference like if you if they recommend that your car uh, gets 89 and you accidentally one time put 87 in it? I have asked that before because my previous car needed one of them and I I accidentally put the, put the one wrong one in one time and they so I called and they said that it didn't it wasn't going to ruin anything but it wouldn't run as smoothly and you might hear or some efficiently you some might hear some weird noises but it ah. wasn't going to do anything bad just don't do that every time. Okay. Did you do that? Once a while ago. Yeah, but when it says like diesel versus unleaded, yeah, that's, that's different. That, that yeah, means that's, your car will stop yeah. working, yeah, right? This is big. So putting diesel in a normal car can cause big, expensive problems. And that's why those green diesel pumps won't fit into a regular gas tank. Oh, yeah. good. Good to know. So I've tried, I've done that one time before, and I was in a hurry, and I was like, why isn't this going in? This is so weird. And it was because I had picked up the wrong pump. Yeah, so, and but in that event, like it won't help you if the mix-up happens at the source, because a gas station mm. in Canada evidently got a fuel delivery last weekend, and their tanks got filled with the wrong types of gas. Oh, That's a problem. No. I'm surprised that doesn't happen more often. You know, you see these, you see these oil tankers. You know, these gasoline trucks roll up, these tankers roll up, and mm-hmm. they stick those hoses on the different caps. Like, how do how do you know you're not hitting the wrong one? Right. Do they all go to the same thing? Like, for example, those holes that they have in the ground that they put the gas in. Are all of the holes kind of like... Going to the same source? I think they have different tanks for different types of fuel. Okay. I didn't know. I don't know how that works. Well, in this event, they pumped regular gas into the tanks that are supposed to hold diesel. Mm. And diesel into the ones that are supposed to have gas well they obviously need to do the same things with the holes that they're sticking it in straight from the truck that they're doing from the with the holes that are going straight into our car yeah i thought that system was already in place but evidently not so all of their tanks had a mix of both and they didn't realize it for three days oh boy that's a lot of cars people who needed regular gas got 20 percent diesel and people expecting diesel Got 40% regular, which is really bad for diesel engines. It is not clear how many customers they had over those three days, but now a lot of people are coming forward with issues. One guy who got diesel by mistake says his truck won't start now, Mm. and it's going to cost over $8,000 just to fix that one vehicle. Mm. It's not clear if the station is going to cover repairs voluntarily. It sounds like people might have to sue. If they want oh, to sure. be able to recover the damages. Oh, that's awful. I know. Can you imagine? No. Yeah. 753, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Cincinnati's Q102, Jeff and Jen, 735. Sunny, low humidity today. We'll see high temperatures in the upper 70s. So couldn't ask for better weather. Uh, right now it's 59 here at Cincinnati's Q102. We got nine news consumer reporter, John Matarese on the phone this morning live. So you don't waste your money. Hey, John. Good morning, Jeff and Jen and everyone. I heard you talking about 
Sunday night and how <laughs> stressful it is for people. You know, with me, what happens is Sunday night, you know, it's like 6.37 p.m. and I realized there were 20 things on my list I wanted uh-huh. to do this weekend. <laughs> And I didn't get them done. Oh, boy. But Same. At least, at least you're coming in on Monday relaxed, no? Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so I'm like, oh, no, another Sunday. And I was supposed to do this. And I was supposed to, you know, fix the garbage pail and, uh, you know, clean that window and, and you know, and, 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 you know, sweep up the deck. And I didn't do that, didn't do that, didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. I got a list, too, of unaccomplished goals. Yep, yeah, every Sunday night. <laughs> exactly. Well, there's always next weekend. Yes, this yes. It's not the last, not the last Sunday. Hopefully, right. I wanted to talk to you guys about a story I did on Channel Nine that very popular this past week. Got a lot of clicks on it on our website, and it had to do with with your car because everybody's driving right now. You know, it's July peak vacation season. Now we're going into August, and still a lot of people vacationing the next week or two. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And you're on the road and we did a story about three dashboard lights you should never, ever ignore. Really important because today's cars are so complicated. You know, we have one car. It has like an iPad on the dashboard. I mean, you you know, you swipe right, swipe left. I mean, it's like it's you know, it's just crazy. All the stuff that's on the dashboard, and they're telling you when there's another car too close. They're telling you all this stuff. There's there a lot to three, watch. Lot to keep track of. And what happens is you just kind of zone out to it all. You know, you just like turn up the music, turn up Q102, and uh, and, <laughs> and rip the knob off, right? Exactly. But there are three (laughs) dashboard lights you should never, ever ignore. And number one is the oil can. There's a red oil can. Oh, yeah. You see that on your dashboard, you need to pull over. Because that means means you ain't got no oil. You ain't got no oil. You probably, it leaked out, it burned up, uh, the oil filter got loose, something. But you've got no oil. You'll you'll burn up your engine if you keep going. That's the most important one at all, of all, is the the red oil can. Okay. okay. Another one that's real important is the red thermometer. Red thermometer. And that means your engine's overheating. That's another one to pull over because it means you probably don't have any coolant in the car, you know, mm. and without coolant, uh, the engine starts steaming. You've seen cars on the side of the highway with all that steam, smoke mm-hmm. coming out mm-hmm. of them. That's an overheated car, so get off. And the third dashboard light you should never ignore. Never ignore this third dashboard light is the red battery, because that means your battery's not charging. Now, that one you can drive another 20 (laughs) minutes or so, a half hour, because it means your battery's not taking a charge. I thought you were going to say the gas light. You should never ignore when the gas light comes (laughs) on. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I like how the... I'm really bad at that one. The service engine light is not on there. I like how the service engine one is not part of the top thing. It's just a sensor. 
The yeah. service engine light is the one that drives me crazy because it can mean 500 different yeah. things. Like it could mean your oh. gas cap isn't on tight enough or yeah. that your car is going to implode. I mean, it's just yeah, one it extreme mean, to the next. It could mean anything or it could mean, well, you know, you might want to service the engine soon. You know, it's really that time. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. So the service engine, check engine, you can keep driving and check the engine at some point. But with those other ones, yeah, and Fritch, uh, reminder, when the gas light comes on, that means you got about that means you got about ten more minutes of driving because you're, you're oh, going to run out of gas. Come on, I can drive from here to Lexington with a gas light on. <laughs> you should try it. Hazard all, I have hazard all the time with the gas light on. And my boyfriend yells at me because that's I'm horrible about that. I'm like, but it says six more miles to empty. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, I wonder how accurate those things are. They probably overestimate just in, or underestimate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. But it says you got eight more miles. I'm like, gas, gas. Where's that? I'll tell you what. <laughs> just out here, I saw a guy in an SUV. And that thing, at first when I glanced, I thought his, his SUV was on fire. And then I realized it was steam coming out of his hood. Oh, and no. then I could smell yeah. the antifreeze. And yeah, it, it, looked like, antifreeze. it looked like he stopped and... I don't know what I was thinking. I started to like roll up behind him. I was going to ask him if he needed a ride or, you know, everybody's got a cell phone these days. But before I had a chance, he kind of took off and decided he was going to make a run for it. You know, like try to get his car to a mechanic or someplace so he wouldn't be Mm -hmm. stranded Stranded. out here. And uh, he made it about as far down the hill as the, what is that, the rallies over by the car wash. And it just stopped. It just died. But there was an oil change place. Right the there. Side. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I'd say I'd say they pushed it in and hopefully he didn't blow the engine. Hopefully. So uh, <laughs> mm. keep those lights in mind as I would say don't waste your money. All right, John. Good talking to you as always. All right. Take, it <laughs> Take easy, care. I did have a scary gas moment last week, though, because my light came on. And now that I have to take a different route to work, I'm not very well aware of the gas stations. You don't have a lot of options. There are no options on my way to work until I get to Oakley. I'm not kidding you. Like that are open at 430 in the morning. And then I go to the Kroger right here in Oakley because it's kind of 24 hours if you pay by credit card. Off of Reagan, if you get off at Plainfield, there's a... There's a Dunkin' Donuts with a gas station right there. But I don't pass that, do I? Don't I get on 75 before I get to Plainfield? Oh, yeah. I guess so that's that the thing. There's nowhere for me to go. Well, you'll have to just change your routine when it comes to gas. I know. Okay, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a pretty simple fix to me. You just okay, need to start. It's <laughs> fine. Somebody tested that. Like somebody did a, did a news story. About when it says you have 10 miles left and they... Tested to see how many miles they actually went before it. Yeah, and I think the guy ended up going like 20 additional miles after it said, that's it, you're out of miles. The Stinger used to do 50. I could get 50 miles past when it stopped counting. Damn, really? I haven't tried with the truck yet. That's amazing. Now, were you trying just for fun to see how far you could go, or were you in a dire situation where there was was, nothing open or available? it was just a Tuesday. I mean, I remember. (laughs) It was a regular thing. When we had that huge windstorm and electricity was out and trees were down and lines were down and there were people without power for weeks. The day of the windstorm, I was driving a friend to the airport and I had no gas in my car and we kept stopping at gas stations and they had no electricity. And I'm like, oh my God. I mean, I was driving with the light on for a long time. Like I went all the way from my house in Mason, almost all the way to Dayton on empty. You wow. can 
Wow. You can feel it. Like when you let up on the accelerator and you feel the car slow down significantly more so than usual when it's trying to conserve fuel, you know you're close. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Fumes. Mm-hmm. Fumes. You're running on fumes. But see, I've run out of gas before. Like remember one time I was crossing the Brent Spence Bridge and I ran out of gas just as I was getting off at Fifth Street and I coasted, honestly, down the ramp and my car died right in front of that big Ramada Inn and I had to walk to the shell next door. Like, mm. And I've never done that again since one because of the, it was terrifying. One of the scariest things I ever had to do, not not for myself so much for Toria, was when, I forget oh, yeah. what her dude, did she run her out car, of gas? No, or? her car died in that left lane. Yeah, so she's in the left lane of 471 as you're approaching the bridge and it was just, it felt, everything about that, it was dark and that breakdown lane on the left-hand side is... There isn't one. It's not wide. Yeah. Let's put it that way. It's there, but, oh, just rolling up to that and making sure that there were no cars coming and that I was pulled over enough that she could, like, get into the car safely mm-hmm. was just, like, that's, you don't want to run out of gas. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Scary. Yeah. So my guess is women are going to think this next story is funny. Guys, on the other hand, are going to cringe. Scientists in China are working on a new contraceptive for men that uses injections and magnets to heat up and shrink the family jewels so they stop working for a while. Where is this happening? So the jewels stop working what? And stop creating sperm that could... Have cause babies. a pregnancy yeah. for a while. It's not a permanent. That's the out. best they can come up with for a male contraceptive. Yeah, this doesn't seem like. I, I feel I, like I, there's really. already other forms of male contraception. Isn't there a there. pill? That's, I mean, that's what I thought. There's uh, there should be. If not, Rich, can you research that and see if there's yes. a more effective, more common? What do they got out there? Contraceptive, other than a condom. Isn't there, there is a pill. A pill yeah, male a pill, contraceptive a pill. And how effective is that it? That was my next What question. are the side effects? Yeah. First, they inject nanoparticles made of iron oxide into your bloodstream. Nope. <laughs> but you don't get the shot directly into your unit. I think they should come up with a male IUD of some sort. So they need to nope. insert something some somewhere. Some side effects for the male birth control pill include acne, headaches, Mild erectile dysfunction, reduced sex drive, tiredness, and weight gain of five five pounds. Well, forget that. I mean, that's nothing compared Which part to what of women that? get from what the pill. Get. All of it. Yeah, blood clots. Right you might the, die. The acne. I was. The, <laughs> you were done I was at no acne. With the acne. <laughs> yeah. First, they inject nanoparticles made of iron oxide in your bloodstream, but you don't get the shot directly into the unit. So I suppose that's good, at least. And then they use magnets to draw the particles down toward your junk. Huh. Once they're there, they heat up, which somehow shrinks the um, truck nuts <laughs> and makes them warmer. And when huh. that happens, they can't make the baby batter, I suppose, required to get anyone pregnant. Now, they've only tried it in mice so far, but they say the effects last about a week. Oh, and all that for a week? For a week, and then everything well, returns to dumb. its normal size after a month or two. Uh-uh. 
Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find the effective rate, but it doesn't seem like they have yeah. a lot oh. of. So they just shrink up for a week, but they're effective for how long? A week. What lab in China is this coming out of? <laughs> Good question. Yeah. So you have Just to under saying. you have to do this procedure every week or every other week if you want to. I guess that's there's Sounds no like way more trouble than it's worth. How? Yeah, there's no yeah. way. You shouldn't be putting magnets by your nuts any day. <laughs> that's the quote of the day, right there. It just seems like you shouldn't do that. If there's one thing I've learned from listening to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. <laughs> Take this with you on your Monday. You shouldn't put magnets near your nuts. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.